Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. You are listening to Galaxy Talk Radio, and this is Soul Vibrations. Every Thursday, 7.30 Pacific Standard Time. Brought to you by P25CL Entertainment a global music and film distribution company. Learn about us by visiting our website at www.p25cl.com. Every Monday, Compton Politics. Tuesday, Straight Talk with the Hired Brush. Wednesday, Roz's Corner. Thursday, of course, Soul Vibrations. Friday night, Confessions. If you have something you'd like to share that might edify the community out there, check out Friday Night Confessions. Saturday at 10 o'clock a.m., United We Stand. Also, shortly afterwards on Saturday, in this place. Then Sunday, you can listen to all day music, all the different genres we have, jazz, R&B, soul, hip-hop, a little bit of everything. Do you know of any veterans, men, women, or other that are re-entering society from incarceration? You can contact the Jeffrey's Peace Project at 510-691-7090. Now, for personal, personal family issues, contact Family Solutions, Inc., or visit www.noangernoviolence.org or you can contact them directly. Clinical psychologist Dr. Nanana Kwaku is available at 707-744-3917. Pieces of a Man that he made back in the 70s. Gil Scott Heron was a was a um, a revolutionary through lyrics, and uh, not unlike uh, Martin Luther King, Medgar Evers, uh, Malcolm X, and many others who came before him and fought on the front lines 
you know, to to deal with civil inequality. The question today is why are blacks dying so mysteriously as well as uh, directly through the uh, militarization of our um, police, those who are supposed to protect us. So the question is, or I should say what I would like to share with you is the killing of black people on all levels. And it is it is really, really uh, plaguing my mind. And I know those of you out there across urban America that uh, pay attention to social media, news, newspaper, or just walking the streets by word of mouth, you, you cannot avoid hearing something almost every day that uh, that plagues our communities. And uh, <clears throat> let's complete, you know, we, 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 we've just come, come to the 50th year anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King. And, of course, as you know, um, right here in Memphis, Tennessee, that uh, 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 Lorraine uh, Motel is a national monument now that's been uh, recognized since uh, the death of Martin. And he has a uh, national museum and some other things that you can you can Google and find out about. But, but let's just talk about some of the things that have been happening. Uh, we know about the Oscar Grant situation and the movie Fruitvale Station. We know we know about uh, you know the things that happened in Missouri. Uh, we discussed some things on the show last uh, week that touched on a little bit of all of these different things. And um, let's look at New York's first black female judge, and I'm talking about in the high courts in New York, uh, Sheila Abdul Salam. She was found in the Hudson River uh, less than a year ago, and they ruled it suicide by drowning. And why would somebody in a position like that just go jump in the Hudson River? What 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 would motivate them to go jump in the Hudson River? And let's let's go to Brazil, to Rio, the first black woman on. Um, first black Brazilian woman on the city uh, consulate was assassinated by rogue police officers, 1,275 homicides by police, 67 police corruption cases, 79% black men, 75% of those black men between the ages of 15 and 29. And we've heard of the death squads. Uh, There's a lot of uh, homeless children and you can believe that, running the streets of Rio that have to fend for themselves. These are children. You know, as low as six, seven, eight years old. And there are there are uh, hit squads of policemen that uh, have allegedly been part of the assassination um, organization to, I guess, I guess, deal with the crime. You know, when you have people that are fending to find a place to stay and a place to eat 
You're going to have high crime, lack of education, uh, no place uh, for refuge for these children. Uh, let's look at most recently, uh, just a little over nine years ago, nine years, a little over nine hours ago, um, the Center for Disease Control, located in Atlanta, Georgia, and we can talk about that interesting uh, choice of location in just a minute. An epidemiologist who um, uh, just about spearheaded uh, some of the research there, a Harvard graduate, young black man, Timothy Cunningham, 35 years of age, and again, a Harvard graduate, uh, was found after disappearing in February, found in the uh, Chattahoochee River by some by some fishermen or some people uh, going along the shores there. They searched the river numerous times and uh, didn't find anything. And uh, just over nine hours ago, they discovered Timothy Cunningham's body. Now, when they went by his house, there were con- conflicting things that were shared. Somebody, uh, one of his neighbors said, erase my cell phone number from your phone. Uh, somebody at work said he uh, went home sick. But, of course, uh, talked to his, his sister and uh, his mom, you know, in the waning hours before his disappearance. And uh, nothing was disturbed at his house at all. Everything was in place. His dog was there, his car keys, his ID, um, credit cards, no sign of foul play at his house. But why would somebody leave their house and just go jump in the river? Those are those are just questions, you know, that I want to pose to you. So um, think about those things while we acknowledge this caller that we have from California. Would you like to state your name and where you're calling from? This is Reverend Dr. Ninana Kweku. I'm calling from Fairfield, California, Bay Area. <laughs> How you doing, brother? <laughs> good to hear from you, Dr. Kweku. Very good to hear from you. Uh, I was just uh, I want to get your input on this, of course. Uh, uh, but what I wanted to discuss today, and we have an open floor to discuss anything, but uh, I started it off with a little bit of Gil Scott Heron. He had a song on Pieces of a Man he made back in the 70s, that song called Home is Where the Hatred Is. And, and my wondering right now is about the killing of black people on all levels. And I just mentioned uh, the first black woman in high court in New York uh, a number of months ago was found in the Hudson River. They, they, they called it suicide by drowning. The first black woman uh, in Rio, Brazil, that worked on the uh, city consulate, she was assassinated by rogue police officers. Of course, there's 1,275 police homicides out there, 67 corruption cases pending, 79% black men, 75% of them between ages 15 and 29. And... Uh, um, this 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 young lady was pursuing the things that were going on there with these police officers, and as a result, uh, they said after one of her uh, council meetings, as she was getting in her car, 
um, some some guys who looked like military type of um, police officers pulled up next to her car and shot her numerous times and sped off. And then lastly, over nine hours ago, they found a high-ranking Center for Disease Control epidemiologist, a young black man, 35 years old, Harvard graduate named Timothy Cunningham. His body washed up after disappearing February in the Chattahoochee River. And all these things culminating as we just get to the 50th anniversary of Martin Luther King's assassination. And, and I guess my question, or if you want to add something to this, Dr. Kwaku, is with all the, uh, of course, we know about the young black man in Sacramento that was shot and killed in his backyard. Uh, I, I found out through some, some people that are mobilizing through the Oscar Grant Committee that somebody came forward and, and uh, claimed responsibility for breaking in breaking in cars in that neighborhood, and the police claimed that this was the suspect that they actually shot uh, at 20 times, of which he was hit in the back at least 10 of those times. And he turns out to not be anything other than a person sitting in his grandmother's backyard using a cell phone. And, you know, there were no charges filed. So so where are we, Dr. Kwaku? What, what, what can we do? You know, how, how do we how do we stay optimistic in in spite of all of this madness? Uh, well, I think it's the mindset, and I think we've had a conversation, me, you, and the chief, about mindset. Uh, I don't. You may not have got the latest, where the, you know the cops killed a guy in New York uh, yesterday. From what I understand, it was a mentally ill ill guy who had a pipe or something in his hand, and they. Mm-hmm. they but the, in the neighborhood he was hanging around in, and everybody knew him, especially because he had some mental mm-hmm. health mm-hmm. And, you know, one of my pet peeves about, you know, how, you know, the jails are full, but the mental health uh, services are, are over, they're way overloaded. So people don't get mm-hmm. the help they really need because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, just because you have a gun and a badge in there, and, you know, not even the authority, but the audacity to think that you can be judge, jury, and everything. And mm-hmm. you, know, you know, and I see today's times, and yesterday I was doing, I think we did uh, a Rosa show, and we was, you know, doing the, the Martin Luther King anniversary thing. Mm-hmm. And when you really look at the stuff underneath, things have mm-hmm. not changed a great deal. They just have a different way of making us suffer. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and they change the rules and stuff so that it make it look like that the, 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 the victim is the one who's responsible for the activity. And so, and, and and so to me, that's mindset. That's how we have been trained and indoctrinated. That you know we have to deal with these things. We should not have to deal with these things. And we we had some people on yesterday was talking about how they teach their kids uh, how to respond. And I say, well, wait a minute. These people are supposed to be there for protecting us. They work for us. 
Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. it, we have come to a place in, in history where we have to still do what my grandmother and them used to tell us when we left home. Stick together and watch out for each other. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And they was afraid that we would not come home if they let us go somewhere. So a lot of times they would say, no, you can't go. We at that same mm-hmm. place right here in 2018, brother. You know, you're you, right. You're you right. Come and tell you you're going somewhere, and you have to say, "Wait a minute, be careful." But how far do I go in and and you know trying to help him understand what's going on out there? Because you mm-hmm. can't understand that stuff if you've been, you know, if you've been bamboozled and sidetracked into believing that racism don't exist mm-hmm. and that people are the real racist. Because they're reverse discriminatory, you know. Mm-hmm. So we have mm-hmm. to look at stuff and 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 say, wait a minute, this is this has to do with the way we think. Mm-hmm. And, and and I can only think one way. I can only think in terms of justice. And justice mm-hmm. to me means that they owe, and they need to pay mm-hmm. up. Justice to me means that that we should have a right to defend ourselves and protect our communities. Nothing, it's not a community that people can get just ride through it and kill you and disrespect you at their leisure. It's a hood. That's what it is. It's a hood. A community is self-sufficient. It takes mm-hmm. care of it. It takes care of each individual uh, person in that community. We don't have communities, and we need to open our minds up and, and really get back to some, some uh, it, you know, it, it might be old way of thinking, but I think that people in post-slavery looked out for each other better than we do now. Oh, we, you, best, you best believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Go ahead, we have that, that somehow, uh, you know, this stuff don't exist, so it's an isolated incident. There's no such thing as isolated when you live in a country where more people have been killed than in the last four or five wars that they had. Look at the racism mm-hmm. of the world, brother. Uh, Netanyahu over there in Israel. The same thing mm-hmm. that Trump is trying to run people out of the country, he's over there stopping African people from coming into Africa because it is Africa. They can call it Israel if they want to. But it's mm-hmm. and, and his name was mentioned in some corruption stuff uh, a month or two ago, and I haven't heard anything more about that. Oh, and they killed, a bunch, going. They killed a bunch of people the other day who were uh, demonstrating, you know? And Trump is, is, is responsible for a lot of this stuff. He's the head henchman for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. 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 And look, he got Netanyahu back in it. He's got Putin back in it. And then you get those Brexit people over there in Britain. You know, mm-hmm. all of this about, you know, they're feeling like they're losing control of their power. And so mm-hmm. they have chose to deal with it is to run all the people out of the country, uh, out of the areas, so that they don't ever be so populated where they're at a disadvantage. That's what's going on. why people keep talking about you know, immigration and all this kind of stuff. 
it comes down to one thing. These people are scared to death that within the next 15 years, they will be totally obsolete in terms of having any power as far as the voting uh, goes. So what are they going to yeah. do? Put these people in power who are manipulating the system, changing the rules, putting the Ku Klux Klan judges on the, on the courts so that they can keep us hemmed in. And as long as we believe that America is reality, we're going to be in trouble. America is the nightmare, brother. And and that's all I have to say. Give somebody else some time to respond to that if they would like, because I I am all for uh, being challenged. But show me where I'm wrong. I I, I would certainly welcome somebody to uh, to call in and, and and differ with you. But I really don't think anybody in their right mind has the testicular fortitude to to attempt to do something like that because. When you speak truth to power, the, 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 you know, distractions are the only thing that you're going to get back. And, and you've discussed this with me in the past before about about how the police were in, uh, conceptualized. They, they were originally land protectors, and they went and fetched the runaway slaves. And then, and then once we got to a, a place in time where we thought civil rights was really, was, was really uh, the equalizer, uh, cops were then were then recognized as protectors for all, but like you said, when you put Klansmen with, with badges and in other places, there's an underlining there's an underlying element that keeps business as usual, even under the cloak of a of a of a chain of, of something that's equal. And like you spoke to people who are afraid of losing po- power. Well, that's because when you look at the types of people that are losing power and you look at their abilities to procreate, their numbers are suffering tremendously, partially because of their own doing, partially because of, because of, because of greed and playing the field and not feeling like you have to commit. And, 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 and then when you decide after you, after you partied and, 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 and done your Wall Street thing and, and been back and been a bachelor until you're in your 40s or 50s, and you finally find yourself a young 20 year old to bury your children. You decide you don't want to have uh, six or seven children like you thought you did because you're because you're up there in age. So you decide to have two, and in spite of sending them to the top colleges, they still run into that one black person that that see through, and they find when they engage with this person that they're nothing like they're portrayed on television. So now guess who's coming to dinner? So now so now, the two kids that you've had, one of them brings home a person of color, uh, a black person, and the other one brings home somebody Asian, Hispanic, or other, other. And so now your bloodline becomes a mixed race, and as a mixed race, you have the weakest gene. So your children's children are not white. They're they're Asian or they're black. If they're half of what either one of those people are, and they start thinking more sensitive towards the people that they're engaged with. So as a result, uh, the children and the parents start disconnecting. You, you look now; they have the kids protesting against each other over the over the Second Amendment. 
uh, 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 kids who've been traumatized and had their classmates and teachers killed right in front of them, the majority of their parents are probably members of the National Rifle Association. These rich kids have parents who have who have guns at home. But the ones who are now coming out to protest against them are kids just like them. So now, so now you've got kids against kids fighting over mm-hmm. this Second Amendment thing when it really should be coming down to the truth that's sitting right in front of your face. You need to do something about these guns because when they say guns don't kill people, people do kill people, that's, tell that to the people in Hiroshima. Bombs don't kill people. People kill people. Well, who launched that bomb over to Hiroshima? Who, 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 lets nerve, who, who launches nerve gas into communities? People do those things, of course. But, 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 tell, but t- tell that to, to, to the guys out of Port Chicago, the black, the black men that were used to load bombs that were just blowing up indiscriminately, you know, and, and they got dishonorable discharges because they refused to, to do that. But here's the key element. If there was no bomb, there was no explosion. If there's no gun, you can't shoot these schools up. And at the least, there's just, there's no reason to have an assault weapon. They don't use machine guns in, in war. When we go, we, get, we use AK, they're automatic rifles, but you don't use machine guns then. So you don't use them for hunting. What purpose is a machine gun? What purpose is a machine gun? But they don't want, they don't want any of those things to be taken away because it's almost like they're anticipating something way down the line where they feel they need to be armed. And that's why they try and put as many cases on people of color through these, through these, through these wild out wacky uh, 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 criminal justice rules. So if, you bec- if you're a felon and you get caught with a gun, we can lock you up. If you're not a felon and we haven't killed you and you haven't Uncle Tommed out, then we will find a way to put some trumped up case on you so you cannot legally buy a gun. But in the meantime, we're arming ourselves on the other end. The whole idea is to have one set of people completely armed and the other set of people unarmed. And and what that looks like to me is it's reversing us all the way back, creeping right back to those slavery tactics and those occupational things that, that are what made America hell. It made America. It made America hell, and you can put on as many basketball wives and granny awards, and put as many black people up there accepting awards and allowing them to sag their pants and smoke weed and become a millionaire. All of those distractions will not will will not convince me that we that we've come any further than we have in the past. But the but but, but the people who are willing to bite into that. Or the ones that are that that are uneducated, and or they they refuse to give up uh, their money options. They don't have they don't have what Colin Kaepernick had. Colin Kaepernick left over a hundred million dollars on the table when he took that stand. He left over a hundred million dollars on the table when when he took the stand that he took. He might not have he might not have taken it like Martin Luther King or Malcolm. There's always ways that we could have done it better, but he just did it the best way he knew how, 
and 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 it and it made and it's got the owners now having to put some money aside, which is a quarter out of their pocket, but they're having to address this. And 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 the only way, you know, the only way you can get people to 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 recognize something is to is to hit them in their pocket, like you said, Doctor Quaku, and hit them when they're least comfortable. Don't don't do it before the football game. You can do that after the game. Take the, don't take a knee. Stand up, even though this stuff is, is is corrupt. And then you can practice. You could you can protest afterwards when we turn, when our TVs are off or we're doing something else. Get in their own little corner so they can protest with each other. Well, that's not selling us. We want to hit you. We want to hit you when we have your attention. And if it happens to be on the big screen, on the big stage. Uh, before an NBA game like they did up in Sacramento, half of them people couldn't get in. Hey, if you block the freeways, well, man, it's rush hour. I'm trying to get home. You know, that's very unfortunate. And, and, and there, are people, there are people who are rushing home to get their kids in latchkey programs because it, it, I'm sure there are people of color that were held up in traffic too. But you know what? You have, you have you you have to pick rush hour to get everybody's attention and everything that you do, and 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 the best thing we can do, Doctor Quaku, like you've always said, is 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 to go back to some some basic philosophies, teaching teaching our own teaching our own kids, you know, real history, not not giving them that watered down stuff. You know, changing yeah. their, change, changing their mindset, but we we have to find ways to get their their attention too. Cause kids, kids, kids have been hypnotized. They got a lot of gadgets to hypnotize our yeah. kids. And it's not just history; it's all about teaching your kids who they are, who they are, and how they are connected to the to mm-hmm. everything, and how they are uh, more spiritual than they are physical, and. Mm-hmm. and and helping them to understand and, and, and make those two things work together. The spirit, mm-hmm. and, the, mm-hmm. the spirit and the physical needs to be working together mm-hmm. to be successful. But instead, mm-hmm. we're people to learn English and proper English. Mm-hmm. We're teaching mm-hmm. people to do stuff that doesn't have any relevance in their life. Malcolm X had an eighth grade education. But they could find not one professor from that not one major university <laughs> that was able to deal with this guy when it comes to being intellectual about a subject matter. So mm-hmm. we, they've tricked us into this thing that where you get this education, you're going to be successful. Well, black folks are probably one of the more educated groups in the country, and they still left the bottom because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who the people control everything? They control the law. They control your ability to have uh, upward mobility. It's just mm-hmm. like when graduates from college, and a white guy graduates from college. There's ten law firms that he can go to. When a black guy mm-hmm. graduates, he has to go somewhere and be somebody's clerk. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have to have, and and so. In other, in other words, we should, we should allow our people mm-hmm. to come and be served mm-hmm. to come back and be mm-hmm. a turn back community. Come back mm-hmm. and open up businesses and banks and insurance companies 
all those things that you went away to those universities to learn about, bring that stuff mm-hmm. back and implement mm-hmm. it in your community. And, and mm-hmm. be a, mm-hmm. be a, a system, uh, you know, no people should be on the planet without the right to, to protect themselves. True, like, true. That's very, very, uh, very true, Dr. Kwaku. Hey, let me, let me say this real quick. We got two people calling from California, and one of them has a lot of uh, interference in the background. I'm going to see if I can click over just to acknowledge them, and I'll let you finish some more, Dr. Kwaku. But hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they can go to a place where there's not so much noise in the background or I have to keep them keep them kind of uh, muted out. Um, caller from California, state, state your name. This is Antoine Mosley. Hey, how are you? Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. We have, we have, we have another caller. How are you doing, doctor? Good. How you was doing, it my line that had interference on the court? Yeah, you had so you had a little interference in the background there. And then we have another call from California too. If you'd like to state your name, then we'll all we'll all uh merge together. Somebody else on the line that hasn't spoken yet? Oh yes. Uh my name is Marvin Barry from um Oakland, um, California. And Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling in, uh, Mr. Barry, and uh, I'll give you guys a, a little synopsis, Brother Antoine and Mr. Barry, what Dr. Kweku and I have been talking about, and the subject has been killing black people on all levels, and I shared some things, um, some mysterious things that happened recently. Uh, New York's highest court judge, first black female, Sheila Abdul-Salam, was found in the Hudson River a number of months ago, and they ruled and they ruled it a suicide. Then you had the first black woman on the Brazilian city council who was going after rogue police officers, 1,275 police homicides in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, 67 police corrupt cases, 79% black men, of which 75% of them were between the ages of 15 and 29. And then just recently, the, the, the Center for Disease Control one of the highest ranking, somebody has um, noise in the background, one of the highest ranking epidemiologists, 35-year-old black man, Harvard graduate, Timothy Cunningham, disappeared from his home in February, and they just found his body nine hours ago on the Chattahoochee River. And these are three people that were in some powerful positions. When you talk about the Center of Disease Control, New York's highest court, uh, 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 in Brazil, where they have uh, a lot of poverty and a lot of uh, rogue military police-style tactics going on. But at the head of all of these things were uprising, educated black people who, for whatever reason, aside from the Brazilian lady who was actually assassinated when she went to get in her car, some uh, uh, a car full of military-looking guys pulled up, and shot her numerous times, and 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 they haven't been found since. Mm. But the but 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 the point is, we we have people in high places that are in positions to confront some of the things that are going on in judicial system, or at the level of um, health and, and and changing, uh, uh, you know, urban communities and 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 how in terms of how we. Um, Look at the things we eat and the practices we have, and 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 
just just basic health and wellness. This and and this, when you're an epidemiologist, you're actually somebody that that studies um, diseases and looks and looks for cures and stuff. And there were some things that happened that happened back in Atlanta around the uh, Atlanta child murders that had to do with Wayne Williams. I don't know if any of you know of him. A number of years ago, he was convicted of killing of, of killing you know over a dozen young black men, and 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 he was and he and he was supposed to have been you know, a sexual deviant who was tied to some homicide case. But there were some things, some underlining things when uh, uh, Maynard Jackson was the mayor of Atlanta after Andrew Young left that that kind of um, showed some some medical things around certain certain things that were found on the systems of, of young boys at a certain age that could be that could have become cures for cancer, and and I know some of these things sound like conspiracy theories, but you know when you, uh, <laughs> there are a lot of things out there that uh, that that have been found to be true that have been written off through 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 diversion tactics through. Infiltration. You know, you, you can take a story and you can you can submerge some 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 absolute ludicrous stuff into that story, and and that can poison the whole story and make it say. And you know, if you believe this and you don't believe that, that's supposed to encompass the whole the whole idea behind a certain conspiracy. It, it it's almost like it's almost like the Bible. There are good tenets in the Bible. Whoever wrote the Bible, there are good tenants in it, but you can you can put something inside of a book, inside of a conversation we have in a circle. If you whisper something in my ear and it goes around to 30 people, all it takes is for one person to add or subtract something from that message that's passed around, and that changes the whole context of the message. And, and if it comes back around to the beginning, to the first person who passed that message, you can write. You can write it off. You can write it off as being complete fallacy because that's that's not what I sent around, and what's coming back to me is something that's completely different. So it messes up the whole story. But those things are done on purpose to distract us from what the real truth is. And so all of these killings and all of these different things that have been proven through the Tuskegee experiment. Through uh, uh, COINTELPRO with the Black Panthers, through 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 uh, uh, Port Chicago, and many other things that the government has actually spearheaded and been complicit in. When you take all of that up to where we are right now, after the 50th year anniversary of Martin Luther King's assassination, why should we think that things are any different now, or at least maybe not even worse? than they were at a time when our communities were closer, when we were fighting for our civil rights. Somebody's in the background. When we were fighting for our civil rights, our families were closer. Our families were closer. So I'm yeah. going to give everybody a chance if they want to speak on something. Uh, you, you have anything you want to add or subtract to this, Antoine, uh, Brother Antoine, to take a minute or so? Then we'll acknowledge the other brother, and we'll go back to Dr. Quaker. Well, I just 
you know, I was thinking about some of the stuff while I was at work today and how it ended up. But one thing, one thing that I did find out is that the number one killer of black people is uh, uh, black women through abortion. So the information I read was, you know, 50% of black babies are abortion. Um, mm. And, you know, and I'm figuring, like, why a lot of people don't have babies is because of, you know, a lot of it's because of finances. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. they make it so that you can't support your family or, you know, through economics, which is, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you're disproportionately unemployed and, you know, we mm-hmm. uh, have so much racial discrimination on our jobs, mm-hmm. that that is part of what's killing us too, is not being able to, you know, provide mm-hmm. for our families or being able to make it, have a job. And, and like you said too, like, you know, they're giving us chumped up charges that, you know, felonies and, and that keeps you out of the job market too. So it's just, it's so many things going against us between the, the economics and, you know, just what we're taught to eat and just, mm-hmm. just the, the, uh, the, the choices that we have in our neighborhoods. Like, you know, there's not a lot of healthy yeah. food choices that are in, you know, some of the some of the, we'll say the, you know, more ethnic neighborhoods, you know, you got mm-hmm. all fast food and, you know, liquor stores and things like that. So it's just, it's a lot of things that's going on. And it's, I don't know, I think the key is, that, you know, one thing like we're doing now, have a dial, have a dialogue, talk about it and, and, and get into action. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, I, it was crazy. I was at the park and, and I just heard a, uh, older, you know, a black man talking to his son, and he was just like, you know, I hate white people. You know, I hate white people. He just, I mean, he just was screaming. Mm-hmm. And it was, he said it was because of his job. I was just like, man, I mean, I understand the way he feels. I feel, mm-hmm. I don't feel that way, but I understand how he could feel that way because I go through a lot Certainly. of information on my job. So Certainly. It was just, Certainly. Wow. But I told that you, is- you know, we, have to mm-hmm. own our own businesses. You know, I ain't going to fire myself. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Mm. Great, 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 great point. That's a, that's a great point. That's a great point. That Dr. Quick, who has echoed a lot of those things you said, he's a clinical psychologist that works in the field with, with, with children and, 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 and wellness through uh, removing the medication and all these pills that they try and give us, you know, you can invent. He talked about how you can in, you can invent something if you see somebody acting in a certain way. You can put a name on it and you can attach a pill to it. Now you've invented something new. This is this is this is no discovery stuff. This is this is mm-hmm. this this is all part of the part of a of a of a greater program to just you know numb us up, dumb us down. And and, and 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 take away our spirit and, and our tenacity, you know, but we've proven to be unwavering people since we since we hit the shore. And no matter what happens, we you know, we keep coming back. And and uh uh Brother Barry, would you like to add something to, to what we're saying or give us your opinion? Well, um I want to weigh in on the the Brazilian assassinations of mm-hmm. um, prominent females, mm-hmm. um, and Brazil 
um, not to defame the country, but they mm-hmm. have always had a very bad track record as far mm-hmm. as anybody, you know, trying to, uh, you know, especially women. I mean, Brazil, mm-hmm. women, you know, it's kind of like, you know. Sex sex objects and that's it. Very much so. And mm-hmm. um, it's like... It's really kind of dangerous for any woman to get up on the platform and make a make a, make a case. And mm-hmm. you know, I guess the guys uh, is really machismo. They're just not going to have it. And mm-hmm. uh, it's like either you sit sit down and be quiet, or we will make you quiet. And mm-hmm. I kind of think this might have been something like that. You know. Because um, an example, an example for all to see now. Public, public statement. Yeah, and it's public like statement. nobody else, and the rest of you females, did you see this? Mm-hmm. Remember, mm-hmm. sit down, be quiet, and shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Brazil yeah. is very, you know, it's a very, very machismo country. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm not trying to knock Brazil, but, you know, I'm, I'm already angry at them about their um, conservation um, issues. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. But, um, Water know, reclamation and all that kind of stuff. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and cutting down rainforests and, you know, they're killing, they're killing everybody. They're killing us, too, you know, because we need all of them trees. But, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, but, you know, they really are not going to tolerate a woman, a black woman especially, getting uh-huh. up there and making her, you know, saying something because, uh-huh. you know, Brazil is basically um, what, a Portuguese country. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're, not, they're not that keen on, you know, on uh, Af- Afrocentric people, period. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, we're still... Portuguese, and we're still in power, and we're men, and you guys mm-hmm. better sit down and shut up and be quiet, or you're going to get hurt, and it's kind of bad, and you know, for someone in that position to get hurt, you know, that was kind of like, you know, you see what happened to her, you know, mm-hmm. this can happen to anybody, nobody mm-hmm. knows what you're doing. I think we just lost uh, a man here. Um, I, I will say this. I want to acknowledge the passing of our sister, uh, Winnie Mandela, at age 81. She was a, she was a, a revolutionary, uh, fought apartheid, held the ship tight for 27 years of her husband, uh, Nelson Mandela's incarceration. And, uh, of course, she'll be sorely missed. She was a matriarch of the revolution across the globe for all peoples and especially for African peoples who were being extremely oppressed during apartheid. And so Winnie Mandela, rest in peace. We, we, we love, appreciate, and we miss your spirit. Um, Dr. Quaker, do you still have something you want to add to this too? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm glad you, 
mentioned that about uh, Sister uh, Winnie, uh, Winnie Mandela. Uh, she was definitely a soldier, uh, you know, and because in spite of, you know, uh, her husband coming out of jail and, and 27 years of becoming president, they uh-huh. didn't become and When he left out of office, the white people still controlled all the wealth and all the land. And I was mm-hmm. listening to people, though, they were rampant about how low down they thought it was that blacks were putting those farmers off of those lands and taking the land back. And I said to myself, then, yeah, what the hell do they think? If you steal something, a person has a right to come back and reclaim their property. And, and, the, difference, and the difference is when you stole it, you were killing us and taking the property. We, 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 we gave you 30-day eviction notice. You could, oh, I don't yeah. know where you're going, but you got to leave here. You got to get up out you of know? here. See, yeah. and, and people out there who are screaming that these people are so inhumane. Why the hell was they <laughs> when they were murdered mm-hmm. in Soweto um, and murdered people over the street, shooting them down like they were dogs? You know, <laughs> and they were doing people on a regular basis the way that the, the, the people up there in Mississippi did Emmett Till for nothing. Mm-hmm. And then the woman mm-hmm. after she was 80 years old, she confesses that he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And these people mm-hmm. out of the day got free. You understand? The guys who, was, who committed the murders. You know, um, yeah. it's time for us to wake up. And we, as Malcolm always yeah. tried to tell us, there is a difference between being violent and defending yourself. Mm-hmm. Of course. You've got yeah. to understand that. You know, you come in my house and, 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 and trying to hurt me and somebody in my family, I'm taking you out. But if you're out there in the street, Now, see, the, NR, the NRA wouldn't have any problem if, 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 that's what, if, that, if that was equal for everybody and everybody protected their house. But we're not talking about arming people so they can go shoot schools up and go and go shoot concerts up and 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 and, and riddle Bambi with bullets with a machine gun when it, when a, a machine gun isn't necessary to go hunting and 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 poaching animals you know just for the sake just for the sake of profit. It's a did totally you, it's a it's a totally did, different did, mindset. Did any of you guys? Look at the Emmett Till thing. Did you look at? It, yeah, it was what, horrific. What I they thought. Did to, what they did to that boy. No human being, no person could call themselves human, could do anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. that was a, a three or four people that was involved in it. But what about the twelve? who stayed out one hour and found them not guilty. They're complicit. If you stand there and, and you watch that. And what I say to people, if you're complicit, it's just like when they had them guys on trial for Rodney King. Well, I don't yeah. know about you mm-hmm. guys, but when I looked at that thing, I saw about 15 or 20 cops standing around there. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. Well, what, what was their problem that they stand there and let their buddies do this stuff? Mhm. Mhm. We have got to. Yep. There ought to be a law to say 
if you complicit in something, you can go to jail. It's just like if I were to go and commit a murder and you was with me, you'd go to jail for murder too. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People complicit in destroying people's lives and murder, and they walk around and start screaming about reverse discrimination because we don't like it. They messed around and got to, they messed around Ward Connolly, black man messed around and got that proposition uh two oh nine uh put into effect to try and reverse uh uh affirmative action. And this was a black and this was a black guy, U C Regents, Cal Berkeley and this guy this this and trying to quote Martin Luther King, he wanted equality. There's a difference in saying somebody wants equality and they believe things are equal. When when things aren't when things aren't equal, you want them to be equal. But 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 for him to use Proposition two hundred nine to say I want things to be equal, you take two hundred equal. How, how Proposition two hundred nine was the equalizer. It, it 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 meant that it meant that if I'm black and I have an A and you're white and you have an A, and there's two schools that that are recruiting somebody. If you get picked by one, I should go to the other. But you get picked by one, and then they wait to find another white person with an A to come along so they can leave the black guy out so so he can't go to that. So he, he has to keep sliding down the fence, looking in the window for some school to let him in when he qualified at the very beginning. He had a few folks to have a 50% chance. Two schools, I got an A, you got an A. Okay, you go to Stanford, I'm going to Cal. If you go to Cal, I'm going to Stanford. Well, no, okay, I'm going to Stanford, but, uh, you know, we're on hold for Cal. We're waiting. There's another bus coming. We've got to pick another white guy to put in there. But you can go down to the next school, and if there's nothing there, you can go down to the next school. We keep sliding down, looking in windows, and, 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 and that's equal. That's really, that's really equal. And to have the unmitigated gall and the audacity to sit up there with your nose up in the air on on Fox on Fox or on some place where you're speaking out in a public forum and to try and justify it with some with some nonsensical rhetoric is 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 actually shows the good thing is it is it shows your true colors or lack thereof and. Now that we see that, we can educate ourselves, but they're showing us. Donald Trump is the biggest example of actually, see, he's got a lot of those people pissed off because they're like, man, we were doing fine when we were doing it undercover. Nobody knew about it. And now you're just blowing it up all out in the open. Oh, there were good people on both sides. In, in Carolina with the Klan and, and the protesters. There were good people on both sides. Uh, Mexicans and MS-13, they're smuggling guns. And MS-13 was started in the United States. They didn't, they didn't come across the border. The Bloods and Crips, that's like saying the Bloods and Crips started in Africa, so we ain't letting Africans in. This idiot, this reality show host, this pathological liar, this sexist, this pedophile, this dude, because you're a pedophile, if you said, boy, if you weren't my daughter, I'd, I'd even go out with you. That's pedophilic tendencies right there. That's incestual tendencies right there. 
And all of these women are lying about this guy. After he got off a bus and said, I'll grab him in the beep, we don't have a beeper, so I'm just going to say beep, and you just think about what that means. This guy, this reality show clown, is the leader of the free world. And he's also a standing member of the Ku Klux Klan, and now they call themselves the the uh, what the, the far right, whatever they yeah, call themselves. Yeah. But uh, they are nothing but clowners who are afraid that they're losing control of the country because of all of the immigrants and so-called people of color here. And that's what, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, we need to keep it in their face 24-7. Let them know that you've got away with murder up to now, but it, the buck stops here. We won't tolerate it anymore. We won't allow you to come and murder our children anymore. We won't allow you to educate our children anymore. We will not allow you to treat our children anymore because you put them on medication and teach them how to be drug addicts. They legal drug mm-hmm. addicts. All mm-hmm. drugs because their minds are so screwed up they can't think. They can't put together a sentence for themselves. It's time for us to wake up to the reality that America is not a, a place you dream about. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And, and and all the things you do come right back to you, you know. Now it's an opiate epidemic. There was something I saw on social media where every police officer should have this should have this thing to to, to, uh, to so so if you run across somebody ODing on opiates, you can give it to them real quick, and, and it cures them almost just like that. You know, ninety percent of the overdoses on Long Island are rich white kids. And the police have been carrying that antidote over there for a few years now. But you go down into Harlem and some of these other places where you have addicts that are colored, they're like, oh, well, you know, send for the ambulance. Hopefully they'll get here in time. They have stuff on their person in Long Island that actually revives these kids. And, and, and see, greed has gotten so big, has gotten so big, has gotten such it's gotten so deep into into the bloodstream of of these corrupt types of, types of folks that they'll even sell their kids and their parents and their social security and their retirement for what they can get right now and that's why you've got kids that 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 were shot up in these schools and these well-to-do schools and you have other white kids who are fighting for second amendment rights like like they packing guns. They probably go into the range shooting these guns with the NRA uh, 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 military guard, uh, uh, you know, parents. They're, 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 they know how to shoot. But, but see, these are the same kids that are going to shoot the schools up, the, the ones whose parents are taking them and teaching them how to, how to shoot deer and all that stuff at age 15 and how to hold a gun and, and and you know a lot of, a lot of these people and they don't even, and they don't even need the meat half the time they just want to stick the antlers over the over the bar downstairs while they shoot pool and stuff just to just to put trophies up. We used to be trophies uh, uh, back in the picnic days. You know what I mean? Black people were trophies. Black, especially men, 
They cut your genitals off, show them around to everybody. That Emmett Till thing was just another reenactment of of, of more of the same stuff. And reenactment of that total inhumanity. They are not humans. They always, they tried to classify us in in their constitution that we were three-quarters human. Well, I submit to you that the only people that have done inhumane things on this planet is them. Well, you know what proves what you just said? And I think it was three-fifths of a human, but check this out. If, 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 if you're three-fifths of a human, which means you're not completely human, and I rape you, you can't have it both ways. So now I'm yeah. sleeping with, with, with animals. Or I murder your kids, or I kill you just so I can remain in power. You know, what does that make you? And I and that's why they used that's why uh back in the day the the Muslims used to call them the devils. They devils. White you know, blue, blue eyed devils. Blue eyed devils. And a lot of people they got used mad to. at that. A lot of people got uh-huh. mad. Even Christians got mad at that. But you know, the devil is the is the opposite of, of, of positive. It's like negative and positive. Uh-huh. You understand what I'm talking about? So if a person uh-huh. devilish shit if if a person does murder, if a person does rape, if a person abuses children, if a person doesn't have uh, what they call uh, uh, it's, like a, it's it's like uh, you know uh, if you lack the emotional aptitude to sociopathic in the light mm-hmm. of yourself, then that mm-hmm. makes you for the animal, you know mm-hmm. because. We, are, as a humans, are supposed to be able to reason. That's mm-hmm. from the animal. Mm-hmm. Now, we're the animals, in the prime the example, and not all animals, but a, but a prime example of a predator, you know, lions, tigers, wolves, uh, uh, sharks, and stuff like that, humans, humans were not predatory. By, humans are not supposed to be predators. But 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 when you have a type of person that all they want to do is conquer and put other 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 parts of humanity under their feet and suppress and I mean how much how much do you have to beat a person down and 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 excrement on them and humiliate them to actually validate yourself how much how when does that end how much money can you Steve Jobs uh, built built Microsoft, you know, or Apple, whatever it is, and 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 uh, you know, at the end of the day, your humanity, when you had to face your human, I don't know what type of person he was. I'm not. I'm just using him as an example to make a point. I don't care how much money you make. Can you ask him any questions right now? He couldn't. He could. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't buy his mortality. He couldn't buy his mortality, and his legacy lives through his kids and through the things that he's created. But at what point do you realize that it's that it's more than just about? Uh, and I'm not saying that's the case with him, but but I'm talking about this governing one and a half, two percent that's trying to control the world and that feels powerless. Why would you think dealing with dealing with 
the original civilized people that 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 if you were on equal land with us we wouldn't equal covenant with us we wouldn't respect you what would make you think that we would try and put you under our feet or try and humiliate you or try and rape your family try and uh, annihilate uh, uh, you you as a race what would what would make you what, a, a, a lack of esteem, a lack of accomplishment, a lack of self-worth are the only are the only uh, things that I can see as a reason why somebody would want to take something that's not theirs, why you couldn't be satisfied with splitting something down the middle and, ha- and having co- commune with somebody and saying, hey, let's sit down and have dinner together and share some positive stuff. And I go back to my house, you go back to your house, good to see you, neighbor. What's wrong with that? Why do I have to jump over your fence and say, I want the house you live in? I, 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 I want, I want uh, the garden that you're growing. I want the clothes off of your back. I want you to come and just, just mow my lawn and, and, and live in an encampment down the street away from me, but just come here when I summon you. What would, what would make... What, what, what would make a person or a type of person, uh, you know, want, want to become, how can a person be comfortable living that way? Anybody? Well, I don't know if it's, it's about being comfortable as much, as much as it is about being in total control. I think a lot of time, more often than not, people fight to be in control of certain things. Well, there's certain things you were meant to control and there's certain things you weren't meant to control. It's like a but wife taking a husband. I guess my question to you, Dr. Quaker, is why does a person have to be, what do you have to be in control of? You can be in control of yourself and, and the things that you're involved in. Why do you, where does the control stop? But if you, but if you, if you have been taught historically uh, that somehow you are better than other people or that you're supposed to be in the limelight that you are number one. Uh, it's just like our kids, when we find our kids being doing stuff that is totally ignorant and stupid, and, and it's because we have taught them this stuff or we have allowed them to be taught that stuff. Mm-hmm. So they have been taught, they have been what they what the kids used to refer to now as dumb and down. Uh, well, we've been dumbing down a long time, and there are people. And let's let's not make no mistake about it. I, that three to five percent of the population on the planet that control ninety five percent of the wealth, they don't care nothing about poor white people either. You understand? That's, that's what see that see that's where the greed really starts overwhelming yes. the color. It becomes yes. a greed. It becomes yes. a but greed it, thing. It's greed. It's being in total control. Well. The whole thing of it is that that we can't be in total control of everything because we are here by the grace of the creator. We are allowed to be here, but we are also very powerful if we follow the directives of that creative source. Uh Uh You know, we will be very powerful, but if you, if, if you, if you ignore those directives and you start on your own agenda, those creative sources to, can bring you back down to your place. Yeah, if you want to be all-powerful, that means you want to be the creator. 
Well, that ain't going to mm-hmm. happen. You, you, you I can't think. ever that high. But because of, of you know, the, the people in, in, in history who have passed this, this lie, this myth on that one race is over another race and all different kinds of things. One race is more beautiful than another race. I read this book by this white historian, and he was talking about, and they were saying, well, who are the most fairest people on the planet? And he said, well, uh, without a doubt, white people are the fairest. They they look better than everybody else on the planet. Well, he was white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a trick question. When you say it fair, fair me, fair me, fair the only what? thing you've got over me is you're whiter than I am. If you yeah. talk about the what? fairest, yeah. What person? What person mm-hmm. you walk up to him and say, "Hey, brother, uh, which one of us is Douglas? Me or you?" <laughs> you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to say, "Oh, my people, man. They, they, they we were born dumb. Our whole culture has yeah, no." You know, if, Every, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> usually, usually, the most most insecure people. You know, like when you walk in the room, they say the person who's doing most of the barking is the one that's the most insecure, the right. smartest person, the, 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 the best learner, the best listener. If you come in and you know it all, you don't probably don't know nothing because you coming in, you coming in, you ain't my, my had time to learn nothing. Yeah, my grandfather told me one thing. He said somebody who's Always running off at the mouth. They don't ever hear nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's how you learn. That's how you learn stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think a lot yeah. of it has to do with with our self preservation too. You know, as a race of people. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now they got white privilege. If you take that away, man. We'll be coming up, and then we'll be meeting in the middle, and they don't want to do that. That's what they're But but, 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 but you know what happens? But but, but you know what what happens when when, when white privilege meets white privilege at the same spot, whether you're on the freeway or whether you are uh, 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 at school or or at a place of competition, and, and you both find out that you both, have the same privilege. What happens when you've been taught to conquer the other person? Well, I'm better than you. I got privilege. Well, I'm white too, though. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go home and I'll be right back. You know, I got to blow you away because I didn't get, I didn't get the promotion. After, after all this stuff I did, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm white and I'm educated, well, well it's, not, it's, not, it's not a black dude in the way. If you run into, if you run into a situation and it's another white person in the way, how, 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 have they, how have they shown historically that they deal with that stuff? They turn, they turn, they, 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 they turn, they turn that. Too bad we're competing for the same thing because all of those predatory tactics that we've been practicing on other people, so it would have been a lot easier if you'd have been one of them. But now that you're just like me, I'm not backing away from this from, from, from this promotion. Well, you say you're not backing away from this promotion, but the person who's promoting us is just like us. So, make a choice. If you promote him, I got I got to bump both of you off, 
but but now but now just just in that just in that haste there's no future for me now so now i got to take myself out or 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 or, or, or you know let the people that are coming to protect the property uh you know finish this thing off and that and and i could be wrong and just assume these things but i I think I think I I think I have black privilege when it comes to assuming things because I've been profiled enough. So now I'm gonna start profiling my thoughts about why uh, other types of people do the things that they do. You know, I'm gonna profile you this time. You know, sounds a little harsh, but I mean it it, it is what it is. There's a reason that these things happen. You know, we read about them. They say, well, we don't know the motives yet. They didn't leave a letter. We didn't, person didn't just get up and say, I'm just going to go shoot the job up and just call it a day. Something is in that person's mind, whether they're mentally ill, whether they are driven on certain principles, whether their powder keg has reached the point that they can't take anymore. And it doesn't mean at all it's the right thing to do. Suicide bombers, all of this stuff that we, you know, know about that, that's always blown up, you know, to try and make the Muslims look like, you know, they're they're worse than the Christians, but when you when you when you turn countries that have rich resources into third world countries, while you occupy their land and take their take their wealth back to your place, and you don't think, and you control all the nuclear weapons, you know, we we talk about uh, taking North Korea's weapons and Syria's weapons up. These are these are the only remaining places that don't have black banks on their soil. There are black banks in I mean black banks. I mean there are American banks in Iraq and some of these other in Cuba, in Syria, in North Korea, in Iran. These are these are countries that do not have American banks and democracy on their soil. So their public enemy. This new world order is to put Western principles and Western system all across the globe, everywhere. And we have military base next to Russia. How would, how, how would the United States feel, feel, feel if Russia had a military base up in Canada next to us? But we have a military base over in France and Great Britain, right next door to them, and nuclear weapons. And then you say, we're going to destabilize and get rid of these nuclear weapons. Look, well, I'll get rid of my five, you get rid of five. Well, I only got three. If you take all of my three and you still got ten left over, that's telling me right there that you get to be in control. We have more nuclear arsenal between us and Russia and and, and, and fighting over trying to spy on each other and bust and puppeteer each other's politicians and buy people out and do all this all this all this corrupt uh, monopoly game stuff. Well, it has no really positive end to it. At some point, uh, poisoning the water, the air, you know, the hurricane season's almost here again. And, I mean, that's a whole season. It used to not be – it used to just be winter, and a hurricane or two would pop through. Now it's a hurricane season where the hurricanes, are, you know, North Pole's uh, ice is melting at such a, at such a rate that, uh, there's certain there's certain parts of the globe that are that are that are going underwater five or six inches every ten years. 
but nobody's concerned about all that stuff because it's all about uh, in God we trust, which which is which is that was real. Why is it on money? Why is it on money? Mm. That's the God. That's the God that's being worshipped. Mm. Is that money? And when Gaddafi tried to tried to use their natural resources as as the monetary thing, you know you you know, you know they weren't going to let you bump the queen out of pocket. You know, she was just she would just been ink on some paper. If, if, if Libya's currency thing would have turned this whole globe upside down, you know, the stock market would have changed completely. They got money. They got money to make uh, in the mortgage industry, and you know, police and firemen's retirement funds, and all these, all these, all these jobs we work. When you do your four hundred one k's on Wall Street, they get they they they're gambling, you know, safe commodities. So. 15, 20 years from now when you retire, you get a long-term investment, and they match it with a couple of dollars, so it's, it's well worth it. But safe trading, safe trading is starting to change a lot too, you know. At first time it fell, I know, at the courthouse, our 401K went back to what you put in is what you got. The stuff we was matching, that, that all got swallowed up, you know. Well, I saved my money, so let me have it back before you – well, you ask that off too. We're living in some 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 crazy times. You still there, Mister Barry? We lost you a minute ago. I don't know. Did anybody anybody see where back in 1927 Donald Trump's dad was arrested arrested at at a Christmas flying around? Yeah, I mean, I mean, this 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 dad alone would tell you what his mental state is, what his father told him. So. <laughs> They have pictures of him and his father at a Ku Klux Klan rally. Wow. Wow. People who belong to the Klan, but they're secret Klanists. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Uh huh. That Bahamian Grove and Illuminati's and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's so important that we focus on our own community, commune. Mm-hmm. Our own village. And we yeah. can no longer allow them to make choices for us, make laws for us, make decisions for us, educate our children. If we keep doing it, we might as well throw our hands up and march into the ocean and drown. Uh, and, and, that's a hard, that's, a, that, that, that's an easy choice for me. Mm. Yeah. According to what according to what happened to this to this female judge in New York and this and this epidemiologist, they marched into the river. I, I, I don't think that's likely. I don't I don't I don't think that's likely. But that but that's that's an interesting parody. What you just said, we might as well throw our hands up. And mm. I, I hope that's. I don't think that's what this black female judge, highest highest court in New York. You know, they call it a suicide. You know, you can take somebody and drive them out to the middle of some place if they can't swim, or if they can swim and, and, and it's and it's fifty degree uh, water and it's two and it's two miles ashore. You can just put push them off the boat and wait for them to wash in and say no foul play. There was no there was no ties around their wrist. Nobody knocked them over the head. Just looks like just looks like they got in over their head swimming. You know. Why would somebody go out 
with all of that, you know, I, I'll, never, I'll never stop asking that question. This other guy, this epidemiologist, 35 years old, whole life in front of him, and it, and it disappears in uh, uh, been been gone since February, and they looked in that river numerous times, and then they found him just over nine hours ago, at the shore. At the shore, you know. Well, usually, if you stay in usually if you stay in the water that long. Uh, you start to decompose, and not only that, all of those different vibe, uh, uh, things that's in the water will start to eat on your body. Remember mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when this guy killed his wife down here, and he dumped out. Oh her. yeah, uh, Peterson, Chuck Peterson. She, yeah, she wasn't on that long, but by the time they found her, because she there wasn't much water, left. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much left. So she might have just been thrown in there. She might have been missing for that time, but she might have just been thrown in there. Mhm. Yeah. And, and 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 so how do you how do you how do you uh, how do you, how do you grasp whether it's suspicious suspicious circumstances because you know everybody who knew her and, and saw how she glowed and how she was wanting wanted to have this baby and you know how. She just talked about how great life was. It's just gonna go jump in the just gonna go jump in the lake, go jump go jump in the you know in the ocean, and you know it doesn't it doesn't add up. You don't have to have necessarily physical evidence to 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 figure out that this isn't normal the way this thing transpired and. You know, some of this stuff you can you can decipher from going into what kind of cases this judge looked on, what propensity she had for, uh, and how she sentenced people. Oh, she let too many black folks go, or, or giving them diversion, or or she recognizes that the system is messed up, and so she's giving them all, all you know uh, alternate uh, uh, chances. Or, or, or this other guy, this epidemiologist. Think about this. If you've been to Atlanta, when you fly in there, the, the pilots, the, 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 the sky caps, everything's black. You think you're in Africa when you fly into uh, APL and you get to Atlanta. And now think about this. A place that's thriving for, out of all the places, how did that get picked to be the center for disease control? Mm-hmm. And remember, remember when they had that epidemic in Africa? I don't know if it was Ebola. The thing after Ebola, they had something. And they had some, they had some people out there, of course, you know, uh, uh, Americans uh, that are out there doing doing their nursing thing to help the poor black people and taking photo ops and stuff. And then 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 they fly back and uh oh, somebody must have spilled something, or accidentally brought something back here, and now we got uh, some of the symptoms right here in the United States. Why would you go bring this stuff back here, you know? And and you bring it back to the place where blacks are thriving the most. Those Atlanta, those Atlanta child murders happened there in Atlanta. You have black colleges and stuff there where you, 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 look, you look on social media and you say, wow, all the black men that make it, they got a black woman thinking, all black men make it, first thing they do is get a white woman. You're looking at Scottie Pippen, 
and and no 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 hurt on you, Scotty. Dennis Rodman. These guys were probably trying to get white women in school and were getting the time of day. Now they got now they got money, and so they got some white. But here's the thing: that they're three percent of the NBA. The ones that they're showing. Uh, what, what, what about all the other ones that went to black colleges and grew up and, and have black families? They don't show them. They only show the ones that they want to project a certain type of image to us to keep us separated, to keep black men and black women separated from each other. As long as they keep us thinking, all oh, men are dogs, I can't, the baby's daddy this, and, and women, ah, oh, but I did a, a white woman, black woman, too much trouble. You know, I, no, no, no. no. Long as they keep us separated, that's the biggest part of it. In the black family, the biggest part of it is the king and the queen. If you don't have them sharing the castle together, you split the family up, right? The family's already split. So now everybody's just, you know, I get mine, you get yours. You know, grandma's raising me. Well, grandma's another generation up. She can't keep up with you, but she'll she'll leave this house that she's had for you know generations for for for, for eighty years to you, and 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 in, and in your sagging, faded stupor, you figure the house is paid for. Come on over and play PlayStation. We'll we'll go out and hustle to keep the lights on and food, and we can just parlay for the rest of our lives here. And the bank says, No, nah, give me two more years. Don't go hit them up yet. Wait till they got three years of property taxes up under them. We know they can't pay their way out from under it, and we'll just take their house from them. But here's 10000 to go away, or we'll just come and take it. Oh, man, take the 10, man. That's better than nothing. We could, we could use that to come up. We could do something else. With, but you just, there goes the neighborhood. And then, and, and then they don't buy just one. They buy five or six in a row together. And 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 if you're a good Toby, and you got a good job, I might rent. I might keep some blacks here. I, I went one to some to to a black man who can who pay who who pay the who pay the bill for me, or I could simply move in myself. But we're being gentrified out of some of the richest historical property here in the Bay Area in West Oakland. It is being it is being moved away from us. And 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 we're moving from there under the bridge. We're we're going to buy a tent and and and, and drinking our troubles away out of frustration. And because some of us don't have people, we can go move to Atlanta with and go stay here with. And so so you're so we're stuck here. And until you, until you move us around like little chess pieces, we're stuck here. You know and. How do, is there is there enough of us to, to get people together to educate them on this stuff? How do we get this movement done? There, I, I certainly know of almost seventy nonprofits that are independently right here in the Bay Area, trying to mobilize through this, these, these these football camps and these baseball things, because you got to find a way to reach the kids, and the best way to reach them is through music and entertainment, and the best way to reach the reach the parents is through the church and through entertainment, food, and a venue. And so that's one of the things that the people I'm affiliated with, uh, including Dr. Kwaku, Brother Antoine, and some others, 
we all have the same mindset, and 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 we're not waiting on the banks because we have the ability to raise our own revenue. We just have to think outside the box. You have to think innovatively of how you can create a small revenue stream to build off of. And and it always comes back to uh, food, entertainment, libation, the church. Money floats around those places like mad. So we gotta we gotta find a way to get ourselves uh, in in the mainstream of that flow. But but the difference is we're not getting in the mainstream of that flow to to worship or praise somebody else or to or to buy a new fit or to do any of that stuff. What we're talking about doing is getting a hold of that money to to start a movement, to build off of something. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's really and it's really possible. We have the mindset, we have the brain power, we have the we have the drive. So over the course of the next few shows, we're we're, we're going to keep talking about those things. We're going to keep talking about those things because that's where our power is. Our power is we're over a trillion dollars in spending. So we have the money, ghetto fab, ghetto fabulous and all, unemployed and all. We find a way to get Jordans with no job. We find a way to get all these other things. So it's so it's really it's really time, people. You know, we're gonna get ready and wrap this show up and let everybody have a chance to say something. Anybody wanna drop something for about a minute or so? Give us something positive and, and your last thoughts. Gonna start with you, brother Antoine. Well, I just want to say um, it's always enlightening and always inspirational just to be part of this group. And uh, I like to see I, I like to see us build a new Black Wall Street. I, I like to see a lot of things happen. Just like you know, some of the older pioneers, older than us, that may have not seen the Black president. But mm-hmm. we did, and I just would like to keep going in the right direction, which we are. And I also just like to point out, too, that a lot of the ways that, 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 that the white people are beating us is that we want to be like them. I mean, you know, you want to be lighter skin, you want your hair to be straight, you want to mm-hmm. talk white, you want to mm-hmm. wear their clothes, and, you know, you Mm-hmm. So once you start trying to emulate somebody, you can never be as good as them at them being themselves. You're always going to be at a loss. So I just, I just think it's hey. the best to move ahead with mm-hmm. black power and stop trying to emulate these white folks. And they don't mm-hmm. need no guns or nothing to keep you down. You're going to stay down because you're going to be trying to be like somebody that you can be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know something? The highest... the the, the highest selling cosmetic on the mar- on the market in Nigeria is bleaching cream, skin bleaching cream. That's a shame. Can you believe that's that? A shame. That's the highest that's the highest selling co- cosmetic in Nigeria. It's, and and you seen Sammy Sosa, right? He used to play for the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Have you seen him since he retired? Mm-hmm. He looked like Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> he's he's almost white. He is almost white. Couldn't believe it. I thought it was some kind of joke. And, and you know when you when you, when, when you have when you, 
Go ahead, Dr. Quakers. Yeah. I got a good one. But I'll tell you this. If, if he thinks that Ken White is going to get him into the, to the promised land, as Martin Luther King say, he is sadly mistaken. <laughs> you know, uh, right is not right. That, that's an old cliche that was created in the, in, in the project. White is not right. You know, so we need to wake up. We need to start stop talking, start doing, and then we need to pay attention to what people say because the things that people say is the exact same same things that they will do. So be well, folks. Let's stand up. Let's don't be fighting among ourselves. Because mm-hmm. white folks mm-hmm. love it when they see us fight. That's when I see the brothers, the top brothers around the country, most mm-hmm. highly educated, and they're on their air talking about each other and cussing each other out. They are playing mm-hmm. right into the hands. So I submit that we need to stop it. You know, mm-hmm. we, yeah. we got yeah. enough. We got enough people on earth to hate besides hating our own brothers. That's true. Very true. Very true. You know, I, I want to say one thing, too, about this N-word. I've heard blacks uh, uh, debate about it, and nobody nobody can debate about it better than we can because there's some of us that say saying it uh, 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 takes the pop, takes the negative power away from it, and some of, some of us say saying it um, actually, actually uh, 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 puts puts more of a negative connotation on it. But my thing is, while we're debating it and while we're saying it, we should be mindful to say it amongst each other. If you don't like it and somebody says it around you, I hope they have the decency to say it around black people. If you like it, say it around black people. They don't need to hear it. My, the only issue I have with it is 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 us using it in front of white folks. Not that we have to respect, not, not that we're respecting them by doing it, but we already know when they hear us when they hear us saying it. If there's any percentage of them that like the fact that we say it like that, then then I mean, then some of us can believe that you know. Uh, 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 saying it, saying it around them uh, changes, ch- you know, changes the power. But let me tell you something. Whether it does or it doesn't, they ain't gonna tell you. They look very uncomfortable when we say it around them, though. And we can think of other ways to make them uncomfortable. Make them uncomfortable by making them accountable. For 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 the for the for the way uh, America has has did a disservice to us, you don't have to do it by by, by uh, taking taking our private issues and putting and putting them on public display, because at the end of the day, we are a civilized people. We are civilized people. And and we do uncivilized things because we've been taught that, and we have to we have to we have to um, reeducate ourselves. So, on that message, I want to encourage everybody to to tell some friends, family, even foes, 
you're welcome to come debate here. If you disagree with us completely, you that's totally okay with us. We will be respectful in how we exchange our information. You know, we're not going to beat you up. You're going to respect us. That's for sure. You're going to respect us, and we will give you respect. This is an equal respect opportunity platform here. You won't come here with any more white privilege than I have black privilege. You won't come here with any more Asian, Latino, Buddhist, Muslim, Jewish, Christian. This this is an equal platform. We're trying to educate those who need the education, and all of us do. We need to re-educate our people. We need to uh, educate those of you who don't realize some of the hurt and some of the things that your ancestors have done to our generations, and we welcome you to be a part of this platform and to speak up and to say, well, hey, I'm sorry my folks did that to you, but this is how I'm thinking. I believe you guys have been wrong. I believe you should have an equal platform. I believe blah, blah, blah. But if you, if, if you say you don't and you have some facts, you have to bring them. Bring us something solid that proves what you're talking about, not something that not something that uh, 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 that your grandfather wrote in, in in his clan diaries. We don't want to hear any of that stuff. We want to hear truth, ethics, and do it with a little sensitivity. This has been Soul Vibrations. We'll see you next Thursday, brothers. Thank you guys for for calling in and participating. Couldn't, couldn't couldn't do it without you. And Brother Antoine, I look forward to talking to you. I'll give you a call tomorrow. Sounds good. Maybe link up this okay. and make something happen. Yes, sir. And always Dr. Quaku appreciate you. Thanks for your for your for your guidance and your leadership. Much appreciated. Hotel. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.